0: 2 Corinthians the ninth chapter. Are you believing with me yes, sir. this evening? Please do. Please do. It's very important to Phyllis and myself and, and our board and our staff and that we do this properly. That we do this right. One thing about the offerings of the Lord they are holy. They are holy. And they are not to be maligned and they are not to be misused they are holy there can be serious consequences for uh, despising those things it's numerous places in the scripture and so we we want to do it right and the lord has always helped us to in uh, second corinthians did you find the book or 2 Corinthians 9 and 6, he said, uh, this I say, he which sows sparingly shall reap also sparingly, and he which sows bountifully shall reap also bountifully. Now, if you know much of the scripture, you know that sowing and reaping, seed time and harvest is one of the biggest foundational principles of God's creation. You ate today. Is that right? Because of seed and harvest. And uh, and your body exists because of seed. Everything functions not only naturally, but spiritually by this principle. And in these verses, he's discussing how to do it. And how it works. Well it's obvious in the natural. You sow a four by eight plot. What do you reap off of? Four Four by eight 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 plot. Big farmers that sow 5,000 acres. What do they reap off of? 5,000 acres. But it takes a lot more seed. Is that right? To plant 5,000 acres. And a lot more work than even to get in the harvest. But he said if you sow... Sparingly, you reap sparingly. You sow bountifully, you reap bountifully. And we've been we've been looking at um, Luke six, won't you just put that on the screen there for us? Luke six thirty-eight. Very familiar, but how many know we have not gotten all the light out of this? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, we've we barely scratched the surface. Give, and it'll be given to you. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, running over, shall men. Given to your bosom. God uses people. Mm -hmm. To get things to you. And you know. There's no U.S. uh, money being printed in heaven. There's no dollars. Or the money's down here. And the things are down here. And the way God facilitates it. Is through people. If you're believing him. Gives him a right to deal with them. Amen. Amen. And uh, uh, he said, "...shall men give to your bosom." Then he says this. He says, "...for with the same measure that you meet with all, it shall be measured to you again." And this is something that... And it's not because it's so difficult or hard to understand. The enemy tries to block light. He tries to confuse. He tries to keep you from seeing things... And have you uh, maybe read something in the scripture or heard it numerous times, and then one time you read it again and you thought, whoa, what? Right. <laughs> it was there all the time. Yeah, Why didn't you see it? It's not like God was hiding it from you yeah. or making it hard. It's because this earth is full of darkness. And, and wrong spirits are continually trying to blind. The Bible said those that don't believe the gospel, it's because the God of this world has blinded their minds. Yes. It's not that it's hard to believe. It's not that it's hard to understand or, or receive. It's blindness. Yeah. It's confusion. Yeah. And here is something that many have just, you know, hadn't seen for whatever reason. God has left it up to us. To determine our harvest. Yes. Yeah. Yes. yes, Amen. He's left it up to us.
1: Yes.
0: He will give you if you have nothing. He will give you starter seed. Yes. <laughs> <That's right. Yes. laughs> he will give. The Bible said God ministers yes. seed to the sower, and that word minister can is akin to the word choreograph. God arranges yes. things yes. so yes. that your seed yes. gets into your hand. Yes. And if you're smart, yes. you won't eat your seed, yes. you will plant your seed. Because if you eat your seed, that's the end of that thing. Yes. And you need something to eat, but you need something to sow. Yes. Right? And the big thing is to not let somebody else tell you how to do this, but pray and seek him and let him show you where to sow and what and how and when. Very important to be led in these things. But it's not up to God. You know, one of the enemy's favorite doctrines is God is in control. You ever heard that before? That's one of the enemy's favorite doctrines. Why? Because you take that too far and you will blame God for everything the devil does. And he is absolutely not held responsible for any of it because everything that happened was God being in control. That is not true. And people say, Well, I'm just leaving it up to God. You can't leave up to Him what He left up to you. Doesn't work. And who determines the measure of our harvest? We do. Not God. We do. The measure you meet. Am I reading it right? Yes. Who said it? Huh? Head of the church? With the what? Same. Same measure you meet with all. It'll be measured to you again. So if we understand this, we'll always be wanting to step up to the next increment. To the next measure. We'll be using our faith. Phyllis mentioned we started off sowing in fives. Five dollars. Because that's what we had. We remember one of the very first offerings we gave by faith, learning how, learning how this worked in 1978. Five dollars. We'd been in church. We had put change in the basket before. But that's not the same as sowing a seed in faith consciously on purpose. And the reason we, uh, only sowed five dollars is because we only had ten to our name at that point. But we begin to learn. We begin to grow. And when we sow, we realize we need to sow in a larger denomination. We need to sow in a larger increment. We need to sow in tens and twenties. Because if you sow in fives, you don't reap in hundreds. No, No, you don't. Huh? If you sow in hundreds... You don't reap in multiplied thousands. No. You reap in multiplied hundreds. Yes. Am I making this up? Yes. Huh? Y'all are too quiet. Come on, let me read it again now. <laughs> huh? Put it on the screen. Look, 638. <laughs> with the, with the what? Same. With the what? Same. Who decided to measure? We
1: huh?
0: You did. You decided your measure. I decided my measure. Right? And, of course, you got to work with the measure you have. Right? But if you don't start where you are, you will stay where you are. And don't be content to stay where you are. Be believing for that next increment. Is that right? Yes. That next level. Yes. That next step. Yes. And so Phyllis and I begin to say, we're going to sow in hundreds. Didn't have it for a while. But eventually, we, got, we sowed in a hundred, and then we sowed in a two hundred, and two fifty, and hundreds. And right after that, we had the first thousand come in that we'd ever had. Somebody we said, well, see there, that's thousands. No, it's a thousand. That's multiply hundreds, not multiply thousands. And then we saw, okay, help me out. What's next? We want to sow a thousand dollars. It looked like a gigantic amount to us, but a thousand, I mean, at one time. Not piecemeal. (laughs) A flat, clear, Thousand dollars into the kingdom of God, and we were so happy the time we did that. Yes, yep. amen. So now you've arrived, right? No, sir. <laughs> You're just barely getting started. Is that right? So, what do we want to do now? Help me out. What do we want to do? Up. Huh? Up. Well, thousands, thou- you can step, but then there's that ten thousand. Uh-huh. Is that right? Yeah. That 10,000 mark. (laughs) Now, the reason I'm talking about this is because there are billions of people on the planet. They have zero desire to do what I'm talking about. And that's what it's really about is do you even want to do it? Do you have a heart for it? And God, God doesn't need people with a bunch of money. Money, he can get. Yes.
1: Yes.
0: Goods, he can move. He can, I'm telling you, he, he, can, he can move billions and not make a phone call. You know what he's short on? People that'll even listen to him. And you know why he's short on people that even listen to him? People that even care. I'm talking about caring about him, caring about his word, his things. There are relatively few on the planet that even care. And so Phyllis and I, you've heard some of our testimony how that in the early days of our ministry, we got in bad shape financially, and I sought the Lord earnestly about it. And and without going into the detail again, the thing that was the breakthrough in our lives.
1: Yes. 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 Uh,
0: was we begin to desire. Desire to give. Desire to give more. Desire to bless people, help people. Desire to be a partner and a stronger partner. uh, A desire for it. A hunger. And I mean, it went off and it's so big. I mean, uh, (laughs) Phyllis would come home without her jewelry. I came home one night without my shoes, my coat, and my tie. (laughs) She didn't even ask what happened. (laughs) I didn't even ask her. Why? It's not just giving. It's the desire. It's the desire. It's yeah. the value. It's, it's something that happens inside you.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Hmm? Yes.
0: The Bible said, you know, I would that you prosper yes. and be in health. Yes. Huh? Yes. But it don't start on the outside. It, it doesn't start in an account. Or, even as your soul, your soul, your soul prospers. It happens on the inside. And when it happens on the inside, nobody's got to talk you into it. God doesn't have to twist your arm. You're you're believing Him for it. Everything you know, you're you're reaching, you're stretching. And and when you get the opportunity, you obey and you're glad. You're glad to do it. Can you say amen? amen? Amen. Go back to Second Corinthians, please. Nine. Six. This I say then, he that sows sparingly will reap sparingly, he which sows bountifully will reap also bountifully. Now don't just look at the sparingly as a totally bad thing. Yeah. To have anything to sow is good.
1: Yes, is that
0: right? Yes. But you don't want to stay there, you want to desire. Yes. Is that right? Desire. Let's move up. And bountifully. Thank you, Lord. you know, the psalmist said, the Lord has dealt bountifully with me. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Oh, Phyllis and I can say that. Whoo, God has been so gracious to us. Oh, yes. mm. oh, where he has brought us from. Thank you, Lord. And he's not done. No. Okay. Verse 7. Every man. Monsieur, what about the women? That shows you don't know the word. God made man. Male and female. He made, there's male man. And female man. So when he says man. He's talking about all of us. Every man. According as he purposes in his heart. Now let's just stop here. Who's deciding this? God? No. 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 as he purposes in his heart well what's the motivator what's the driver there's got to be a desire for it you got to want it Hmm? God doesn't just want you to give he doesn't just want you to love people he wants you to want to (laughs) is that right he wants you to want to want to and Philippians talks about he works in us to will and to do of his good pleasure he will even help you with the want to if you're willing (laughs) how much more help could he give you I mean You, listen, listen, child. You can go and fall on your face and go, God, I know I should do this, but I don't want to. But I tell you what, I want to, want to. <laughs> God, would you work in me to will, to do? That's all he needs. That's all he needs. He'll reach down inside you and start doing things. Glory to God. Has there ever been a God so good? Just Him. Just Him. Just Him. Wanting to. He doesn't just want you to uh, come and work in the church. He wants you to want to. Is that right? He doesn't just want you to be a witness and tell other people about Jesus. He wants you to want want to do it. Want to please Him. Want to obey Him. Want to see his his church flourish and his his things well supported and taken care of. A a desire. He said uh, uh, every man according as he purposes in his heart, so let him give what? Not Not grudgingly. What would that mean? Don't really want to. I'll do it. (laughs) When the Bible says not grudgingly what does not mean well you can put the word do in front of it do not don't do it actually if you don't want to do it it wouldn't matter how big of a thing you did it's not acceptable to God because he's looking at the heart Man looks on the outward appearance. Somebody else might get excited about it, but God's looking at your heart. And if you didn't want to do it, it's not acceptable. Not acceptable. And that's one big reason Cain's offering wasn't acceptable. Just going through the motions. (laughs) I know I I had the privilege of uh, teaching a course at Ramah called uh, Praise Life wonderful thing and, and the summer before especially I was uh, preparing and preparing and, and, and I, I, I was realizing praise and worship is something we can give God that he will receive I'm talking about giving to the giver yes. Yes. and while I was looking at it and thinking about it and seeing the word he asked me a question well, no, no, he, he gave, he told me something. He said, Keith, if you're not enjoying praise and worship, don't assume I'm getting a lot out of it. <laughs> well, think about it. What if I came, came to, 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 to you and said, oh, praise you, praise you, praise you, you're great, great, praise you, praise you, praise you, you are great. What would you say? Would you quit? Just quit. (laughs) If you don't want to say it, you don't want to do it, please stop. (laughs) You know, he he told the priest and the folks in the book of Malachi, he said, I wish you'd just close the doors. (laughs) Why? Because they were despising his things. They were just going through the rituals. And with him... It's always about the heart. always. and if your heart's not in it, you don't want to hear it. But your heart can be glad and willing. He said, don't give, not grudgingly. don't give out of necessity because you think you have to. We haven't taken this seriously enough. If you think you have to, what did he say? Don't, don't, do do it. It. don't do it. If you're grudging it, what did he say? Don't do, don't, it. Don't do it. Don't do it. For God <laughs> Love it. accepts. Love it. Uh, that's a lot stronger than that.
1: Yeah.
0: God what?
1: Love
0: it. Tolerates. <laughs> Love, it. <laughs> huh? Love it. Is okay with. No. Love it. This is a strong phrase. I mean, if God loves something, we ought to be all in. Is that right? God loves a cheerful. Other translations say joyous. Joyous. Prompt to do it. One said ready. God loves it when you want to do it oh he loves it when nobody is twisting your arm nobody's begging you you're not dragging your feet you showed up you prepared you got up early you stayed up late why it's a big deal to you and you're hyped about it and you're jazzed about it and you're excited about it and you're cheerful Cheerful. Cheer, not tearful. Not fearful. Cheer. Cheerful. Come on, say that out loud. God loves a cheerful giver. He loves it. If he loves it, I'm gonna do it. How about you? If, if he loves it, and it's not like you gotta have a giant amount. He didn't say you got to have the biggest amount. He just said you got to be glad to do it. Yes. Like Phyllis was saying, if all you got's a quarter, yes. you don't say I don't have anything. Yeah, you do. You got a quarter. That's, right. That's not nothing. That's right. But here's the big deal. God's not focused on the quarter. Amen. He knows what you got. He knows what you don't have. Yes. What's He looking for? Do you want to do it? Yes. Do you even want to be here? Yes. Right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, somebody say, thank you, Lord. thank you, Lord. Go to 2 Corinthians 8. Can I take a little more time? Yes. Are you in a big rush? No. I hope not. <laughs> These things are really important. Yes. 2 Corinthians 8, verse 3 talking about the saints at Corinth and the offering that they got involved with. And these people had very little that he's talking to. They were not well off at all. Most of them. He said, to their power, I bear record, yea, and beyond their power, they were what? Really? Oh, that's the word. Yeah. They were what? Really? We're still talking about them all these centuries later. We don't even know what the amount was. That wasn't the thing to even put in here. But what do we know? Not only were they willing to do what they did, they wanted to do more. They just didn't have it. But they wanted to. to. Beyond their power, they were willing of themselves. Verse 11. Now, therefore, he said, perform the doing of it, that as there was a readiness to will, so there may be a performance also out of that which you have. What you have. What you have. Not what you're going to have. Not what you want to have. Not what you wish you have. (laughs) Huh? People say, well, you know, when my ship comes in, I'm going to do something. Honey, ship ain't left. No, no. There ain't no, no. ship coming. You've got to start where you are. Yes. Right? Yes. And like you heard the testimony, there are times you've got to humble yourself. Yes. I know you wish you were a different place. I, I know uh, uh, at Brother Hagin's ministry, they had a guest speaker there one time. I was a uh, first-year student. And uh, this young man was doing such a great job. And I was enjoying it so much. And the Lord dealt with me, sow him your five dollars.
1: <laughs>
0: well, he he was dressed nice and everything, and, and I thought, five bucks. I didn't I didn't really want to do it. Well, why not? What's wrong with that? See, just like what the testimony was talking about, some pride there. Yes. Is that right? Yes. And that's part of what you gotta die to. That's right. because are you, if the Lord did with you to do it you're going to listen to him or not yeah. and if you won't obey him with five right. you don't qualify for five hundred right. finally I quit dragging my feet on it and I think it was two or three days later thank God he kept coming and uh, <laughs> he didn't know me I didn't know. now you're laughing like you ain't ever done anything like that but uh I came over to the side as he was leaving the building and I said, uh, excuse me, I said, can I, can I see you? He said, yeah, hi. I said, I just wanted to sew something, you know, to you. And, and I had it folded up real small, you know, where you couldn't <laughs> you couldn't see the denomination. <laughs> and uh, and I took his hand and put it in, you know, a Pentecostal handshake, you know. Amen. And um, when I did, the Spirit of God fell on both of us. Fell on both. He looked at me. I looked at him, tears run down his eye, run down mine, and then we begin to shout. You, you talk about a five dollar blessing. Thank you. <laughs> was was it about five dollars? No, uh-uh, no, no, no. It was about obedience, and that's all I had to try to show some honor and value. It was, it was Thank some you. kind of natural way. Of me saying. And that's what I said. I said man I've really been enjoying your ministry. Mm. Uh, boy great anointing on your life. Thank God for the revelation. Here's a little seed. And I mean both of us stood there for I don't know how many minutes. Mm. And the spirit of God just, just, just falling on us. Falling on us. You, just, just a simple act of obedience. Oh, thank you, what that I wanted to. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. I wanted to do a lot more. But if I was too proud to do what I had, I'd have never experienced that. And then God couldn't have multiplied that and made it more. So I could get to more. Can you say amen? amen. The scripture talks about willingness all through the giving. And don't turn to these places until I mention one, but Exodus 35 when he told them to give for the tabernacle. He said. Tell the people. To bring an offering. In Exodus 35. 5. Um, Whoever is of a willing heart. Let him bring it. Verse 21. Exodus thirty-five twenty-one, And they came. Who? Everyone whose heart. Stirred him up. And everyone whose spirit made him willing. Does that sound like as a man purposes in his heart? Yeah. So this is what's really the important thing. They brought the Lord's offering to the work of the tabernacle of the congregation for all his service and for the Holy Garments. In verse 29, the children of Israel brought a willing offering to the Lord, every man and woman whose heart made them willing to bring all manner of work which the Lord had commanded to be made by Moses. He said it a time, then he said it again, then he said it again. Same chapter, he keeps, keeps reiterating it. When the Bible keeps saying something over and over again, it's not because the Lord forgot he said it. And then in the First Chronicles 28, when they, uh, were gonna build the, the temple, uh, verse, uh, First Chronicles 28, 9 said, he, David talking to Solomon, he said, uh, serve him with a perfect heart and a willing mind because the Lord searches all hearts and he understands all the imagination of the thoughts. If you seek him, he'll be found of you. If you forsake him, he'll cast you off forever. Take heed now, for the Lord has chosen you to build a house for the sanctuary. Be strong and do it. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Well, is God building his church today?
1: Yes.
0: yes. Is the building of the tabernacle, the construction of the tabernacle and the construction of the temple, is that typical of God's house today, building these things? Yeah. He said... Uh, On this rock, I'll build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail. Now you talk about a big offering. It's the offering for the building of the temple. If you've been here in times past, you've heard us talk about it. You're going to hear it again tonight. Because you got big offerings and then you got this. And why is it in the scripture? Why is it here? Are we supposed to ignore it? Well, when we read it, what are we supposed to do? Do Just look back and go, wasn't that something? (laughs) Been great to have been back then. No, the Bible said, don't say what's the reason why the former days were better than these. He said, you're not acting wise when you talk like that. Because with God, it's always bigger, better, greater, up, increase, forward. We don't have one thing to look back and be envious of them about. Because we got a better covenant established on better promises. Come on, are you all with me? We didn't lose anything by the coming of Jesus. And we got so much more. But what is this typical of? What is this portraying? Well, uh, in 1 Chronicles 22-5, 22-5, David said, Solomon, my son, is young and tender, and the house that is to be builded for the Lord must be exceeding magnifical. Nice? Uh-uh. Beyond. Way. Beyond nice. Exceeding magnificent of fame and glory throughout all countries. God's plan was that people thousands of miles away would talk about it. Amen. Amen. Would talk about the splendor of the temple. Has he changed? Well, what about heaven? What about where God lives? Drab. Dull, cheap, (laughs) streets made of translucent gold, gold so pure you can see through it, foundations made of precious stones, gates made of pearl, God must like nice stuff and shiny things. Oh, uh, let's see, can you zoom in on... My coffee, I don't know if you can or not. I'm not. Uh, am I doing it or not? Yeah. 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 Uh, there you go. yeah. yeah is that—is that sparkly or yeah. is that, yeah. that sparkly? Yeah. Somebody said, uh, yeah. what that set you back? Yeah. Nothing. Yeah. In fact, everything I got on. I mean my suit, my tie, my shoes, my ever I didn't pay a penny for any of this. It was all given to me. The reason I mention that is because my good friend, Mylon Lefevre, gave me his cufflinks. And I think they were the nicest ones he had. And he just insisted that I have them. And he just went home to heaven just not too many days ago. And he really enjoyed these meetings. And I'm wearing them in his honor tonight. Hallelujah. Don't you You agree with me? Yeah. <laughs> Lord, if it's okay, tell Milan we all love him. We, yeah. we love him. And I understand why he's not here. He got a better gig. Yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: Musicians, you know, yeah. that's his language. You know, you got a better gig. Yeah. We understand. Yeah. <laughs> Is that okay? Yeah. Uh, he said, "And keep going down to uh, verse fourteen here." First Chronicles twenty-two fourteen. David said, now behold, in my trouble, so it wasn't always easy, I have prepared for the house of the Lord a hundred thousand talents of gold. Now you just do not get that reading the King James. (laughs) (laughs) And the next one is just as astounding. A thousand thousand talents, anybody know what a thousand thousand is? Yeah, me. a million what Now the talent was the largest weight in scriptures, and it was the largest that you could effectively transport, and uh, it ranges. Anywhere from the smallest, depending on what country and what time, 60, 70 pounds, to the biggest one was 130 pounds. 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 So a conservative measure is the 75 pound, which is 1,200 ounces. That's right. 1,200 ounces. Yes. At today's market price of $1,800 and $20 an ounce That's right. times 1200 That's right. That's
1: right.
0: is one talent. That's one. Talent. Wow. One. Wow. 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 one writer, you know, remember Knave's uh, Topical Bible? He's yeah. very well read and, and known. Um, he stated that one talent. Was equal to twenty years' wages for a common worker, and in the New Testament times, if you had four or five talents, you were a multi-millionaire by today's standard. Now, how many did did he have? A hundred thousand seventy-five pound chunks. And that's one reason we all we all also call. Uh, Great offering night. Chunk offering. You can't get more of a chunk. Than a 75 pound. I mean. A one kilo bar. Of gold. Is 2.2 pounds. And it's worth $60,000. That's a little. (laughs) A little bar. Two pounds. So. I knew you'd want to know. I did some math for you. (laughs) <laughs> and, and you don't have to take my word for it. Both the New Living Translation and the God's Word Translation and other translations read like this. Okay. He said, I have worked, I'm reading uh, the New Living right now. I have worked hard to provide materials for the building the temple of the Lord. Nearly 4,000 tons of gold. Wow. There it is. Now we get a hold of that better, don't we? 4 thousand tons tons. Now I've, I've seen you know unbelieving scholars try to do away with this. they're like, oh, that can't be right. that can't be right. can't be right. Oh, it's right because they're using it for building materials. Not decoration, not gold leaf. These are the building materials of the building and the furniture and the fixtures and the candlestick and the snuffers, pure gold, not gold plate. (laughs) When you're talking about all of that, you can be understand, it would take tons to do a whole building like that. They did walls of silver. The whole wall is silver. The the instruments they used, you know, uh, to handle the sacrifices and the offerings. Like I said, the snuffers, solid gold. And whose idea was this? David said, God gave me the plan. His hand was on me. And I wrote it all down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and he said. You know. He wanted to build it. Yes. He was he was in his palace one, one time. Day or night. Whenever it was. And he's standing there. And, and it dawned on him. Here I am. Living in this palace. And the ark is out there in a tent. Uh-uh. No. You want to learn about honor? Study David. Yeah. Study his mighty men. And you learn about God. Because that's God's insights, yes. is honor. And he said, uh-uh. He sent for the prophet. He said, it's not okay. I'm living in here in this palace. And the ark's out there in the tent. We, we've got to build a proper place for the ark. And the prophet said, man, do it. Do it. Yeah, yeah. But before he could get gone, the Lord told him, no, you turn around and go back. Tell him, no, you've shed too much blood. You've shed too much blood. But your son can do it. it." Let your son do it. And I'm sure that was, David was a little bit disappointed about that. But I don't think it lasted long. Then he thought, well, I can get the materials. (laughs) I can get the material (laughs) and not only that he got the whole plan he prayed it out he sought God the anointing came on him he wrote it all down he sketched it all out he wrote the dimensions he wrote the quantities and then he realized it's going to take some money this is going to take some serious change and so, he began to set it aside. And every time he won a conquest, guess where all the, the new gold went? <laughs> and all the silver. And he just kept laying it up. Just kept laying it up. And when it was time for, he, he's not long from leaving the earth at this point. He's at the very end of his life. And he knows, okay, uh, Solomon is about to sit on the throne and take my place. And this is job one. This is his first job. Yes. Mm-hmm. What? Build this temple. Yeah, right. And so he gave him the plans, he gave them the instructions, and then he said, I have prepared. Now now have we changed subjects at all? No. No. So, Did he want to do this? Is somebody making him do this? This was a passion for him. Come on, can you see this? This is a mission for him. He said, I prepared a 100,000 talents, 4,000 tons of gold, and 40,000 tons of silver. Now, that 4,000 tons, it's actually a lighter ton they're talking about than our regular ton, but that's 7.5 million pounds of gold. Not counting the silver, not counting the precious stones, not counting the timber, not counting the iron, not counting, I mean, most of the stuff, uh, you know, the bulk of it, we don't have, but we got the gold and silver. He said, I've got that. I got so much iron and bronze, we didn't even weigh it. And I have gathered timber and stone for the walls, though you may need to add more. This will get you started.
1: <laughs>
0: Woo! Somebody say glory to, glory, to glory, to glory, to glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. This will get you started. You, you may need to add to it, but this, this, this will get you going. What are we talking about? The gold, by today's price, 230 billion. <laughs> by today's market price. That's just the goal. Two hundred thirty, with a B. Bubba <laughs> billion. Forty billion in silver. So we're already at what? Two seventy billion. And the offering is just getting started. <laughs> Go to chapter twenty-nine. They're, this is how they kicked off the offering. Why is this in the Bible? Are we supposed to get anything out of it? What's it supposed to do? Huh? Shock us? Intimidate us? Scare us? What?
1: <laughs>
0: Inspire us? Stir us? Reveal to us. What's possible? I said what's possible? With the God who can do anything. With whom nothing's too hard. What's possible? You got to have a vision. Verse 1. Furthermore. (laughs) David the king said to all the congregation. Solomon my son. Who alone God has chosen. Is yet young and tender. And the work is great. For the palace is not for man. But for the Lord God. Now I have prepared with all my might for the house of my God the gold for the things made of gold the silver for the things of silver brass, iron, wood, onyx, stones glistering stones of different colors all manner of precious stones marble stones see we have no idea how much that was. We're not even told anything about that. Moreover oh get this moreover the $270 billion, all the stuff he just mentioned, he said, moreover, because I have set my affection. Are we still talking about the same thing we started talking about? My affection to the house of my God, I have of my own proper good. Now he's talking about his personal money. My own proper good of gold and silver, which I have given to the house of my God over and above all that I prepared for the holy house. (laughs) How much? Even 3,075 pound chunks of gold. And this is a more special gold, the gold of Ophir, which is worth even more than the other gold. And 7,000 talents of refined silver. To overlay the walls. That's why I mentioned that earlier. We got whole walls. Yeah. That are not just silver leaf. They're silver walls. Yeah. Keep going. gold for the things of gold. The silver for the things of silver. For all manner of work to be made by the hands of artificers. And who then is he said that's my offering who else wants to come in who else is willing to consecrate his service this day to the Lord verse 6 then the chief of the fathers and the princes of the tribes of Israel and the captains of thousands and of hundreds and the rulers of the kings work nobody's making them Nobody's saying they ain't got to do anything. There's, there's no demand. They offered willingly. And then what? They gave for the service of the house of God of gold, 5,075 pound chunks and 10,000 drams and 10,000 talents of silver and brass, 18,000, 100,000, another million talents of iron. That's before they passed the plate.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> I'm serious. You look down the other verse. Yeah. Then it said everybody else yeah. gave yeah. willingly. <laughs> so David, as head of state of the nation's treasuries, had set aside 270 billion just in gold and silver. Not counting anything else. Then out of his own personal, he gave seven billion and another 200 million. And the chief princes, they gave another 11 billion with another 250 million in silver. We have no idea what all the rest of it amounted to, but they have over 250 billion. Excuse me. Uh, no, way more than that. Where did I get that figure? <laughs> like 300 billion before they passed the plate. And this is for the Lord's house. Now, if that doesn't stir you, then that's not not something we can fix. (laughs) (laughs) Because it's every person according as you what? You purpose in your own heart. And if you don't like it and you don't care and you don't want to know about it, well, then you won't be bothered with it. And you can absolutely ignore the Lord completely in your life. You can never come to church, never pray, never read a scripture. He'll let you do it. But it's no fun. And it won't turn out well. God is a good God. Oh, come on, say God. God. My God, My God is a good God. a good God. He's a good God. He's the best God. He's the, God. God. He's the greatest God. Hallelujah. Hey, hey. hey hallelujah. hallelujah. We started doing this about 20 years ago. 2003 was maybe one of the first times we really did it like this. And our, uh, our project amount was 250000 We had already been in the ministry for 20 years at that time. And we were stretching it. And it came in.
1: 193,000
0: of it came in that week. And the rest of it came in right behind him Ten years later, fast forward, y'all are quiet. 2013, ten years later, the project was 550,000. We had doubled. Have we been hearing that word yes. before? Huh? Doubled. Doubled. Double. Yes, double. Oh, somebody say doubled. Double. double. Put put Isaiah sixty-one up on the on the screen, Ver, verse one. Isaiah sixty-one. I'm trying to hurry, but I keep getting stirred up. It's good. Yeah. Ah, the spirit of the Lord's upon me, because the Lord's anointed me to preach the good tidings to the meek. Actually, the way it reads in the New Testament is to the poor. Yeah. Good news. Yeah. To the poor, and this is one of Jesus' main verses he used to preach from. One of his main texts. But I want you to see what what this flows into. He sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives, opening of the prison to them that are bound. To proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord. The day of vengeance of our God. To comfort all that mourn. To appoint to them that mourn in Zion. To give them beauty for ashes. The oil of joy for mourning. The garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. Does God want you down? No. No. That they might be called trees of righteousness. The planting of the Lord. That he. Might be glorified. And they shall build. They shall build. They shall build. They will build the old waste. They'll raise up. Somebody say raise up. Raise Raise up. up. The former desolations. They'll repair. Somebody say repair. 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 It doesn't take any money. The desolations of many generations. That's bringing things back to where they were and better than they were even generations ago. Strangers will stand and feed your flocks. The sons of the alien will be your plowmen and your vine dressers. That is amazing favor. The people outside the church wanting to help you. You'll be named the priests of the Lord. Has he made us kings and priests? Men will call you the ministers of our God and you'll eat the riches of the Gentiles. And in their glory you'll boast yourselves and for your shame you will have double. I wrote it down today at my desk. Brother Kenneth stood up and by the Spirit of the Lord and read that in Zechariah to us about today I declare the double. It came up in my spirit. The devil tried to take half. We are gonna take double. Is that right? I don't know how many pastors and churches said they lost half their congregation. They lost half of their support. It ain't over. It ain't over. Somebody needs to say, I'm taking double. I'm, I'm taking, I'm taking double. For your shame, you'll have yeah. Not not just full restoration. Yeah. Double. 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 You know, a perfect example of that is Job. Yes. There you go. There you go. Is that right? I mean, he yeah. was... Yeah. You talk about hit. Oh, yeah. brother, yeah. he was hit. Yes, he was. H- historians and scholars tell us they think the whole thing might have happened over a year and a half. Right. 18 months. Mm-hmm. Job had a bad year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. is that right? yeah. A really yeah. bad yeah. year. Yeah. He lost everything and it was shame shame and it was hard but but he repented he needed to make some changes he repented and he prayed for his friends is that right and the Lord turned his captivity and then gave him twice twice gave him twice gave him twice, twice and he was a multi-billionaire when the thing started twice now that is being more than a conqueror not only did you survive not only did you come out but you conquered more than a conqueror you're twice as powerful as you were before the devil attacked you And now he's wishing he had never messed with you. He'd have been better off if he'd have just left you alone. (laughs) For your shame, you will have double... And for confusion they'll rejoice in their portion, therefore in their land they shall possess the double, everlasting joy shall be to them. Verse nine said their seed will be known among the Gentiles, their offspring among the people, and all that see them will acknowledge them that they are the seed that the Lord has blessed. Ha!
1: (laughs) <laughs> Woo!
0: Phyllis and I've been seeing this. We've been seeing this. You're going to hear some more about it in just a moment. Phyllis, you want to come and let's get ready to start doing this next part. Can y'all bring the the chairs or whatever?